This is Cardinal Francis George. I invite you to join me for the next few minutes to reflect with Father Robert Barron on the Word of God, which is the Word on Fire. Word on Fire Catholic Ministries is a nonprofit ministry at the forefront of Catholic evangelization, using new media to spread the faith on every continent. Father Barron challenges us to open our hearts to the Word on Fire, which is God's Word of love for each of us. If our hearts are open, the Lord can change and transform us so that we might speak with love about the one who is love. The global benefactors of Word on Fire, with the support of the Archdiocese of Chicago, now present Word on Fire. Peace be with you. Friends, so much depends on the spiritual meaning of that little word, trust. It's a word you find up and down the Bible. Well, Jeremiah the prophet, in our first reading, lays it out as starkly and simply as possible. Listen. Cursed be the one who trusts in human beings, who seeks his strength in flesh, whose heart turns away from the Lord. And conversely, switch it around. Blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose hope is in the Lord. Now, to trust, to have hope, to turn one's heart to God, it means to root the whole of one's life, to ground and center one's concerns in God, to trust To turn one's heart to human beings means to root the whole of one's life, to ground and center one's concerns in the things of this world, in wealth and fame and power and honor and pleasure. So here's the question, raised by Jeremiah, raised by most of the great prophets and teachers in the Bible, what precisely is the center of gravity of your life? Let me ask that again. What precisely is the center of gravity of your life? What is your ultimate concern, if I can use Paul Tillich's phrase? The Bible consistently lays this out as a stark and sharp either or. Think of that famous passage from the book of Joshua. Joshua lays it on the line for the people of Israel. Do you serve the Lord, or do you serve other gods? As for me and my family, we will serve the Lord. Which is it? Bob Dylan, my great hero, has that song, you got to serve somebody. It may be the devil, it may be the Lord, but you're going to have to serve somebody, a stark either or. Jesus, in the New Testament, tells his followers, either you are with me, or you are against me. Clear. Simple, unambiguous. There are moments in life when we simply have to answer this question with great honesty and clarity. This is the spiritual power of the readings for this week. They lay out for us this choice, this either or. What we find now in the gospel reading is the famous Sermon on the Plain It's Luke's version of the Sermon on the Mount. Whereas in Matthew, Jesus goes up a mountain like Moses to get the law. In Luke's gospel, he comes down from a mountain having prayed. Now he comes down from that height to share his wisdom with those 
um, on the ground. So it's kind of a, a theological uh, meditation. In this Sir on the Plain in Luke, we have not only blessings, we find those in Matthew, we find woes as well. Blessed are you, but then also woe to you. So we get the two sides of it. First, blessed are you who are poor. Now translate this as follows. Blessed are you if you do not root the whole of your life in material wealth. Blessed are you, happy are you, if you don't ground your life there. Now, there are plenty of people in our society, plenty of people that you know, who do precisely this. What are the signs that you've grounded your life in material things? How much time do you spend thinking about and worrying about wealth? Pose that question to yourself now this week. How much time do I spend fussing, worrying, fretting about wealth? Second question to ask, how painful is it for you to lose money? You know, when you lose money, whether it's on the stock market or you lose money through a bad deal, um, how painful is that for you? How tenaciously do you hold on to the money that you have? Another question. Do you find you're never really satisfied with the amount of money that you have? A lot of people like that, you know, even very rich people. But never satisfied, never enough. It's always more, always another goal financially. Or, I mean, do you say, no, I've, I've got plenty of money. i got enough money. Those who have rooted their lives in money never have enough. Do you often find yourself comparing your wealth to that of others? There's a good test, too. What do they have? How much? They have more than I do? They flaunt their wealth more than I do? Can I suggest to you, friends, the honest answers to these questions might help you to see how central wealth is to you and to what degree, listen now, you are putting your faith in it. Next we hear, Blessed are you who are now hungry, and blessed are you who are now weeping. Hmm. Translate this as, Blessed are you if you do not root your life in sensual pleasure. Now, as I've often said to you before, there's nothing in the world wrong with sensual pleasure. We Catholics aren't Puritans, but there is plenty wrong with the rooting of one's life in sensual pleasure, making even psychological happiness the center of your existence. It's a very important distinction again, isn't it? Not that wealth in itself or pleasure in itself is a bad thing. They're not. But if they become the center of your life, even psychological happiness, even feeling good, if that becomes the center of your life, things are off kilter. What are some of the signs? Well, ask yourself these questions. How much of your budget is given over to pleasure? Look in your checkbook sometime. How much money is spent on uh, pleasures? 
How do you react when life becomes painful? And discomfort comes into your life. Things aren't going well. How do you react to that? Do you shrink away from doing the things you know you should do because it will cost you in terms of pleasure? How much time and energy do you spend providing pleasure for others rather than worrying about it for yourself? The honest answer to those questions might help you to see to what degree you're putting your faith in pleasure, you're trusting in it. Next we hear, Blessed are you when people hate you, when they exclude and insult you on account of the Son of Man. What's being said here? Blessed are you if you do not put your faith in the approval of others. In honor, glory, attention. This is a powerful temptation for a lot of people. There are some who can let go of wealth, let go even of pleasure, but they're addicted to approval. Are you like that? Ask these questions. How concerned are you with what other people think of you? Again, be honest. It's, it's very hard to admit this to others. But seek to give an honest answer to yourself. How concerned are you with what other people think of you? How much time do you spend worrying about the impression that you're making? Here's a hard one. How thoroughly does it bother you when you are passed over for an honor or for a position you think you should have gotten and someone less qualified than you gets it? To what degree does that bother you? How thoroughly does it bother you when someone else gets more attention than you do? The honest answer to those questions will tell you a lot about how much faith, how much trust you're putting in honor. Now, here's the clincher. What does your life look like when you put your faith in something other than God? This is the payoff. This is the decisive truth. Go back to Jeremiah. Jeremiah couldn't be clearer. Listen, he's like a barren bush in the desert that enjoys no change of season, but stands in a lava waste, a salt and empty earth. Just terrific. Spend some time meditating on that passage. The person who says, my life is finally about wealth, pleasure, honor, is like a barren bush in the desert. He's alive, but barely. He enjoys no change of season, something that's just drab, lifeless. And then he stands in a lava waste. Try to imagine that. Just lava there's no, there's no earth, there's no ground, there's no vegetation. A salt and empty earth. They're great desert kind of images, aren't they? But that's how dried up we become when we get grounded in something other than God. To be rooted in these other things is to experience no vitality. There's no source of strength in you. 
Now, what if you have faith in God? Here's what Jeremiah says. That person is like a tree planted beside the waters that stretches out its roots to the stream. It fears not when the heat comes, its leaves stay green. In the year of drought, it shows no distress, but still bears fruit. It's a terrific image now to stay with. When you're rooted in God, you're like this tree whose roots have gone down deep. And even though the tree is growing in the desert, the roots have gone down deep to where the water is. And therefore, it fears not when the heat comes. See, friends, the heat will always come. Struggle, persecution, physical pain, failure, all those things. See, and when that heat comes and we're trying to ground our lives in wealth, pleasure, or honor, we will never find our way. But when those things come, when the heat comes, and you're grounded in the Lord, you've got a source of life. That's why in the year of drought, it shows no distress, but still bears fruit. Now that's you, that's me, in the year of drought, during a time of struggle, we can still bear fruit if our trust is not in worldly things, but our trust is found in the Lord. The only source of real spiritual vitality is the Lord God. When you're planted in Him, you grow and you thrive, even during the toughest times. Where do you put your faith? In what do you trust? That's the question. And God bless you. I hope you were moved today by the word on fire. I pray that together we might become a people on fire with love for God and neighbor here in Chicago and wherever these words are heard. Until we join Father Barron again next week, I'm Cardinal Francis George, and I pray that God will bless you and those you love. Father Robert Barron is combating the crisis of faith in our culture. Father Barron's expanded website can deepen your faith, give you new insights into scriptures, and help you become a better Christian. Go to wordonfire.org and tap into Father Barron's compelling videos, sermons, articles, and much more. Wordonfire.org. Connect with one of the Catholic Church's best messengers every day, everywhere.